Hi everybody, Dr. Amy Spolster here um, with the Focus Academy and we have a very special guest today, Dr. Sheree Matusik, um, who is in Eden Prairie, Minnesota. I said that name, I said it right, right? Yeah. Um, and um, she is the owner of Real Health Chiropractic in that area. But the, the thing I want to talk about is Dr. Dr. Shrey is a member of the Focus Academy and she offers the Brain Blossom program and all of that. But the thing is, is that this powerhouse doctor right here, um, she brings a massive amount of clinical experience. Um, she teaches in our profession. She brings a lot of value to helping providers know how to specifically bring all this experience, all these different things together to help kids, help families have a better expression of life. And one of the things that I really wanted to chat with you about and just hear your take on is how you, you've been practicing for how many years, Doc? 22. 22 years. So how you've been practicing for 22 years and, and one, how you have been exposed to so much clinical amazing, amazing clinical content over the years, but still managed to bring it all together and put it into practice in a simple way that people can understand and, and, and you can get results with. Like, how have you managed to sort through all of that and, and make it work in your practice? Well, I think, I mean, honestly, like when you just start, you don't, or at least I didn't at the time, like cognitively think through like, this is what I need to do. And I think the longer you're in practice, you you see patterns and you learn different things and, and constantly learning and researching, which is what I appreciate about your program as well, because then we get to add in some um, of the visuals, visual experience and how much all of these different things integrate. We have so many wonderful people in our profession and it's like you can just glean information from all of them and you add that into the clinical experience and things that you're seeing and patterns and the research out there. And um, I know that I probably practice very differently today than I did even 10 years ago. Um, 10 years ago, there wasn't even like the lip and tongue ties was hardly a blip. And now we do a ton of work with that in our office. And so it's just very fun. Um, I guess, to progress and change as a clinician and just add all of those different pieces. And the teaching is really fun for me um, because things that I maybe don't even think are a big deal when you're talking to other colleagues, they're like, wow, I haven't heard of that or I haven't thought of doing something that way. And so that was really fun for me when I started um, teaching at Sherman, just adding those steps in and going through some protocols and just kind of giving some of my experience to other people so they can help um, patients in their practice as well. Yeah, I really, really respect and value that um, about you and really um, admire that when I see other providers, other practitioners doing that saying, hey, what can I glean from this body of knowledge? Um, and, and how about this one? And how do I integrate this? And, and put it through the lens of your clinical experience. And you have a lot of clinical experience. And that's what allows you to be such an impactful provider um, in, our, in our profession and get the results that you get with the families that you work with is that you have the experience, but you're not just, it's not just that you've been showing up and doing the same thing for over 20 years. You have been, like you said, the way you practice now is very different than the way you practiced 10 years ago. It's not that you changed tracks completely. You just have refined what you've done. And that's, that's why we call it practice, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And it makes it fun that way, right? I, yeah. I think it would be so boring if, 
I saw the same thing day after day and I didn't continue to learn. That's why I just, I mean, I'm always signing up for programs and reading books and doing all these things. And um, I can't even remember how many years ago I first saw you um, speak. I think it was on Facebook, maybe like five years ago or something. And I was like, oh my gosh, I need to know what she knows. <laughs> and um, I love that connection that you have. I think, was it your dad or your brother is an optometrist or something like that. Mm -hmm. And um, I think when you can see things from a broader perspective, from a different lens, um, it's not just always like the chiropractic world here. Um, I think sometimes it's nice to branch outside of our profession and look at what other people are doing and be able to utilize that knowledge within your own practice. That's right. Yeah, that's that's the beauty of it. Yeah, I, uh, my influence the influence of this Focus Academy work is really looking at interdisciplinary work and yes, predominantly neurooptometry and functional neurology and saying, "Hey, how do we bring this together not to change what we're doing in chiropractic, but to really understand what we're doing in chiropractic and how to know when somebody, um, a child with deflected development, an adult who's massively impacted through uh, because of chronic stress, how has this changed their ability to engage and connect and learn from their world and therefore changing their life experience? Maybe they're having behavioral challenges, learning mental health challenges. And how do we understand what clinical tools we bring to the table, but then in addition, Maybe we offer some other things in addition to that chiropractic piece. Maybe we know how to then work with other providers um, to put a team, be a team leader and put a team together so that we are working with finding solutions for the whole person, but not necessarily not not changing chiropractic, doing chiropractic, doing what we do really well, but understanding that we're working with a person, a whole person. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the fun piece too, well, not fun. I mean, because this year has been, well, it's more than a year, very stressful, yeah. but you see those neurodeflective patterns in everybody. You're not just seeing them in the kids who have these labels of autism or sensory or are on the spectrum. You're seeing them pick up in everybody and I'm noticing some of that about myself, you know, like I was reading something and I was, you know, I'm like, why am I squinting? with one eye, what on earth am I doing here? You know, and I'm, and I'm just conscious of that in myself. And then, you know, then you're having conversations with patients and you're like, Hey, I noticed that was going on or this, and let's talk about it a little further. And so you can really integrate um, the concepts in your focus program within even a mom who's having headaches or, yeah. I mean, it, it, it translates really well. Yes. And, and yes, that's beautiful what you just said. And and unfortunately, this is the time where everybody of every demographic is mm -hmm. impacted um, because of the, the amount of stress and changes and alterations in our environment and our life experience that we've had over the last year plus. And so understanding what that stress, literally specifically what that stress does to our visual system and how that can create chronic movement pattern alterations and subluxation leading to altered neurological function, leading to, you know, um, observable changes in mental health and behavior and learning. And just like you said, like having that self-awareness, this is what makes you um, and this this approach so important, but you being able to offer this approach and integrate it with everything that you already know and that you are a leader in in this field, 
this is what makes this so critical at this time in history more than ever before. Um, and I want to thank you for being a leader in that and for implementing that and bringing that to your community for so long and now when it's so needed. Um, and I want to say that your community can probably be looking for some community education lectures um, on Facebook and person and these type of things on stress and the impact of brain development and processing in the near future. And if anybody in your area, um, which is a lot of people, um, are really finding themselves relating to, yeah, I want to know how this last year plus has impacted my child's processing. Or I'm noticing that my child is having behavioral learning socialization challenges as we integrate into back into school or just at home or themselves if they're having challenges, you know, increase in anxiety, increase in, you know, challenges with cognitive flexibility, executive function. I want to encourage people by help to, to reach out to you. Um, and really because you have a big picture understanding and approach that maybe you, what you have to offer is the right fit. But I have confidence in the fact that if you're not, you probably know some get have some recommendations for them on where to look. Am I correct in that? Uh, absolutely. Um, you know, 20 plus years in practice, I have a great referral network, um, yeah. which is really wonderful. And I and I feel like parents are really noticing some of these gaps more because we did so many um, so much of school online and had yeah. these big shifts. And a lot of kids really struggle with that. And I think that there's so much that's available and we're now yep. noticing these things so we can take steps and implement things. And it's not super like intensive, always in the office, the uh, brain blossom program you can do at home. Um, yep. We do some other things in our office too that can be done at home, which is really wonderful. So you're not adding more chaos into your everyday schedule and you're just meeting, um, meeting each person where they're at and making these improvements and these strides that manifest into amazing ways. Um, we get to see these fantastic stories of kids that were really struggling when they were young and now they're graduating from high school, they're in college, they're thriving. And that's the fun part in my world is that I get to kind of follow these people and these kids along the way through all these milestones in life and, and that they're meeting them and thriving and just the idea for some of these kids when you really struggle with a child when they're five, six, seven, and you're not even knowing how you're gonna get from day to day in school, and now they're going to college and they're not even struggling, it's it's like these miracles unfolding within the body and it's just tapping into that power and harnessing that ability for their bodies to kind of clear things out once the nervous system starts functioning better, it's just, it's unreal. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, as a parent, you know, provider, but as a parent myself, and I think every parent can relate to this, particularly after this year of turmoil and stress and changes in routine and alterations in academics and socialization, I think one of the biggest questions we have and fears we have is, is my child okay? Is this going to impact them now, but in the future? And, um, you know, like you said, that just gives me chills. Like you said, if if we are seeing these challenges now, even if they're small, they seem like small challenges, just to even have a set of experienced eyes with, with clinical understanding of, you know, the bigger picture and be able to do an, an assessment, take an appropriate case history, do an assessment to say like, you know, we look like we're doing pretty good developmentally. And so 
put us as parents at ease or say, hey, there may be some gaps here, some impacts of stress that we want to use some clinical tools that may not be, you know, like you said, there's a lot of things that can be done, like with the Brain Blossom program, that it's not hours a day. It's like, let's put a plan together that's simple, that gives you action steps and tools to help encourage healthy development even with all the stress that we've experienced. I think that's the biggest thing as a parent. It's like, I need to know, one, is my kid okay? And two, what can I do to help, you know, to to help ensure a healthy developmental future so we can have these wins? And so um, I just wanna thank you for what you bring to our profession, what you bring to our community and the Focus Academy. And um, I, of course, want to just end with if there's anything you want to say um, in addition to that and, and and also just how people can reach you. If there's somebody in your community that's like, I need to talk to this lady, um, how can they do that? <laughs> so um, our website is realhealthclinic.com. There's a contact page on there. We're on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. Um, it's realhealthclinic.com. Um, on all those platforms. And um, we definitely check all of our messages. You can get in touch with us. And we are going to be doing community lectures. It's just been a little strange with the way the environment is. Um, so I'm not sure at this point if we're going to be doing them as more webinar based or actually integrating some in-person events, but we'd love to incorporate that as well. A lot of our families are at the lakes for extended yes. periods of time over the summer. So I'm thinking during the summer, it's gonna be more web-based. Yes. And once school starts, hopefully things will completely open up and then and then we'll be able to do them all in person. So Great, well those um, webinars even, or web-based um, lectures, we do them a lot in our community as well. And um, we know we've gotten a lot of feedback on that it's really helpful um, to have that ease of, of uh, you know, the ability for people to watch that. Um, mm -hmm. So if you're thinking that, make sure to reach out to this amazing um, provider in your community. And um, yeah, we just really want to thank you and um, keep doing that good work and looking forward to more um, contribution that you're doing to teach other providers um, in our profession. Yeah, thank you so much, Dr. Amy. It's always amazing talking to you. <laughs>